Hey everybody, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today... My voice sounds different. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Today we're discussing The Wedding Veil Unveiled, also known as The Wedding Veil 2, the second in a three-part loveuary event. Oh, I like how you said event. I I thought you were going to say trilogy. I like event. Thanks. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've been here. It has. There was no episode last week. It was a re-airing of The Wedding Veil, which we reviewed in January, and a number of you we went back and listened. Now, that's been the most popular Hallmark movie of 2022. Wait, on our podcast? or Indeed. It- oh, very exciting. Oh, I do. was going to save this for news and notes, but I think we should talk about it now. I have some news about new year new movies you guys she has a printout like this has never happened before with highlights yes okay 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 i saw this press release and i thought it was very interesting and i did print it out and highlight relevant points so the headline is hallmark channel's new year new movies programming propels network to become number one most watched in 2022 to date so here's some interesting information um, New Year New Movies, which was the January event. The stunt elevated the channel to be the number one most watched entertainment cable network in the year to date among households of women 18 plus. Number one most watched cable network. That shocks me. In 2022. As a result, the network delivered the number one most watched entertainment cable program of the week. So not only were they the number one channel, they had the number one show every week for four weeks in a row among wow. women 18 plus. Um, the average viewers numbers of New Year New Movies was 2.6 million total viewers, which, guys, is a lot. It's a lot. We used to get like, you know, 15 million people would watch an episode of Friends. Mm -hmm. 2.6 million is a lot in 2022, the age of streaming. Okay. Oh, and one final note. The original movie premieres increased by 14%, the viewers, 14% among women and 11% among total viewers. So Hallmark is having a moment and we are here for it. Did they say what their number one movie was? I'm guessing it was The Wedding Veil. Well, it doesn't say in this particular press release, but The Wedding Veil did better numbers, I know, than any Countdown to Christmas movie. (gasps) Stop it. So I think it actually was in the three millions. Don't quote me on that. But I remember seeing that information. The Wedding Veil did very well. Oh, I'm not. I guess I'm like not surprised, but I like how the, the press release says, you know, like it was like a it paid off for them. They do this every year. You know what I mean? This wasn't like a one-time, like, new-fangled idea for Hallmark Channel. Correct. We've talked before, like, why why do they bother to group these movies? Mm-hmm. But I do think it has, I mean, they called it a stunt. I do think yes, it has stunt. some effect. You want to watch all the movies in the collection, even if there's no actual like, ties binding them together. I, I, I can understand that, and I can understand that I can get people, like, excited. I'm not excited about Love You, Ari. I think it's the stupidest, like, stunt theme that they have come up with thus far. I don't love the name. And the other issue I have with Love You, Ari, is it's three movies in a trilogy, one of which they aired in January, mm-hmm. which I find odd. Mm-hmm. And then it's a fourth standalone movie like a rando maybe sort of well i guess they're all kind of have a love theme but 
I mean, that's Hallmark in general. Right, right. So I do feel a little bit badly for Welcome to Mamas because I think it just gets left out in the cold. It's not part Mm -hmm. of the wedding veil hype. But today we are here to talk the wedding veil unveiled. First, we have been telling the listeners that we have some emails that we've been holding on to from the first wedding veil. Mm -hmm. And so since we're back to talk wedding veil two, I thought now would be the time to share them. Okay. We have gotten more emails about this movie than any other movie (laughs) ever. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to read them all, but I just thought I would give a random sample of some thoughts on The Wedding Veil. Mm -hmm. Jocelyn says, I thought the movie was okay. The movie subject was great and refreshing. However, I personally think it could have been better with some other faces. Don't get me wrong, the actresses were good, but I would have liked to see some other faces that would have brought a little more flavor to the movie. Hmm. Interesting. I have so many questions. Flavor? Does she mean diversity? Well, that's certainly lacking. So far this year. 100%. I actually really like the actresses that they Same. have. for. This. I mean, I'm a Lacey stan 100%. But so that's interesting. Okay. What's the next one say? Anne says, I'm a fan of the three actresses, but I thought the movie was lame. Weak story and lead actor <laughs> cannot act and has no presence. Now I should have followed up because does she, she says lead actor. I'm going to assume she means Kevin McGarry. Although I think actor is a gender neutral term, so she could have meant Lacey Chabert, but Mm -hmm. um, she does say she's a fan of the three actresses. I liked Kevin McGarry. The only thing I didn't like in that movie was... (laughs) That accent. How about them apples? Yeah, I did not enjoy the accent. I liked him a lot, and I know he's in another movie that's coming up on the calendar, so I'm looking forward to seeing him again. This is from Thad. Do we pronounce T-H-A-D as Thad? Am I saying his name correctly? I don't know. I loved the movie. I tried to watch Hallmark Christmas movies this past season, but kept falling asleep. Only five movies touched my heart. I didn't get to watch Lacey's Christmas at Castle Heart or Dickens of a Holiday yet. Skip those. Indeed. Oh, that's not No, I hate it. I like Dickens of a Holiday. I know, I hated it. (laughs) I did love the comedic timing and writing of the resolution of the misunderstanding and the fiancé references we talked about. I thought that was overdone. It was too much. Mm -hmm. How how confused can you be? Just ask the question. (laughs) I I love all of the actors in the movie and thought they contributed to successful storytelling. Um... I thought Kevin McGarry played the humorous side of his role a bit more than he should have due to some possible nerves of working opposite Lacey. Mm. Um, He says, I have seen more sincere, or should I use the word serious, acting from him in other roles where he seemingly felt more comfortable. I think if he gets the opportunity to work with Lacey again, he'll be even better than he already was. Dude, he was probably hung up on, like, using that boston accent you know like does it sound good does it sound authentic you know um he says bottom line those who love kevin mcgarry as the actor nathan grant on when calls the heart really need all this movie had to offer for kevin mcgarry fans oh that's interesting he's maybe our new up-and-comer for 2022 yeah, I'm excited to see him in March. I just noticed that on HallmarkChannel.com, they have a character quiz. Mm. So I want you to pull it up, and I think we should take it and then see who we are. See oh, we're... it's that kind of character I quiz? I think so. Oh. Are you an Avery, Emma, oh. or a Tracy? Okay. Hold on. Let's see. <laughs> we are going to link this in our show notes. I have a guess in my mind. Hold on. I'm going to write it down. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, this is who I think I am, and you're going to write down who you think you are, Indeed. right? Okay. 
Start your engine. Do you have your picture up? Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> we are both Tracy. Tracy. Is that who you guessed for you? That's who I guessed. Same for me. Yeah. Um, you know, she's a little bit of a skeptic, a little bit yes. of a pessimist. I'm well, they I'm say all she things. takes a practical approach to love. I, Wendy has n- been known to call me a pessimist. I believe I am a realist, and that's what I would I would call Tracy. I think she's a realist. <laughs> she takes a realistic look at life. I was like, oh no, that last question I said. Would you rather meet a man who was a secret millionaire, a man who can cook, or what was it? An Italian. I said a man who can cook. Me too. (laughs) And I had to think about it for a second. I was like, a millionaire? Or I hate to cook. So yeah, a man who can cook. A hundred percent. Oh my God. That was so fun. We're going to definitely link that in the show notes. I'm a Tracy. I'm excited for her installment. Indeed. Okay. Here is the synopsis for The Wedding Veil Unveiled. Emma travels to Italy to teach and research a wedding veil said to bring its owner love. While there, she meets Paolo. Paolo. Paolo, the son of a local lace-making family. That's it? That's it. Short and sweet. That's the text. Here's the notes. Yeah. This movie was filmed on location in Venice, Which, in Burano, and in Bulgaria. I, I'm shocked to read that because when I was watching it yesterday, I was like, when they were like on the water boats, I was like, is this green screen? This is a really good green screen. <laughs> this is a green screen. I think I must have known ahead of time because I believed the entire time that they were in Italy. I mean, it was... It felt very obvious. I know, but I'm shocked that Hallmark would have, like, production dollars to be like, yeah, let's go to Italy and film this movie. They have filmed, Lacey has been in a movie in Italy before, something Venice. We've been in Greece. We've been in Ireland. I know. It just seems weird. Look, if they're going to do it, do it with these actresses, not like a no name. Is it more expensive to film abroad? I'm going to say yes. Unless they hired all, like, local filming crews and all those people i don't know i you know i know nothing about the making movies so no and we know a lot of the supporting cast was italian yeah and honestly as i watched i was like are are they all doing terrible italian accents (laughs) but they were all all real ones i'm guessing real terrible accents well i I just like it was just so funny like prego you know like stuff like that like i was like is that real well so Paolo Bernardini, who plays Paolo in the movie, mm-hmm. is Italian, and the majority of his resume is foreign language films. Mm-hmm. So I appreciated the truth in art in using an Italian actor in this role, and I felt like it lent believability to his use of that language. So you're telling me you do not want Tyler Hines doing an Italian I accent? <laughs> Could you even imagine? I do not. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. Okay, here is a funny note that I had to add. Anna Reeser has said, he loves to correct my Italian. She's talking about his, her co-star. Paolo. Paolo. And to that, I say no. Nobody wants to be corrected. No. If you are in a foreign country and you are trying your darndest to speak the language... Do you want to be corrected? No, it makes me feel very embarrassed to speak another language. And 
It makes me embarrassed to speak spot. English. Have you heard this podcast? <laughs> I feel very put on the spot, so I would be embarrassed were someone to correct me. I do not take constructive criticism of that type mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So I, it would make me not want to even try. I would stop talking. Yeah, so I, I'm just wondering if she was just being very nice to her co-star here who was correcting her the entire time. Saying yeah, the wrong because words. I thought she did a nice job. I mean, she speaks a little bit of Italian and does it with a little accent. And I... Grazie. Prego. Like, yeah. She's trying. Which made me wonder, is prego thank you? Okay. It feels like the Italian version of aloha because it seems like they used it to mean a number of things. Yeah. I only know it as like spaghetti sauce. So I was like, why would they call spaghetti sauce prego if it means thank you? It means you're welcome. Okay. <laughs> Now that's many. You're welcome. Here's my sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the many meanings of the word prego in Italian. Uh, It means come in. It means after you, which I do know that there were times when he would, it felt like, let's go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It means please. How can I help you? I beg your pardon. I think it's like what in English. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for first impressions? Yeah. My first impression is this felt like a very standard Hallmark love story, neither distractingly bad nor knock my socks off good. Okay. Mine is less than that. I hate apple pie. What? Yeah, I don't like apple pie. I think it's the most boring pie ever. Hot apple pie Gross. with coconut nope. ice cream on top? No, thank you. No, thank you. I don't you. like many pies, but I like a hot apple pie with a scoop of ice cream. Uh, nope. Nope. What kind of pie do you like? Lemon meringue. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And cherry pie. Yeah. Is that like a tart berry cherry? There, mm. When we go apple picking, they sell an apple cherry pie that is to die for. It's just it's delicious. I just don't. Apple pie is so boring. And I hated that it was like a part of this like movie. She's like, I'm an American. I'll make you an apple pie. I was like, Scott, <laughs> shut up. Beautiful pie. Oh, can I borrow your kitchen? I was like, what for? What What's happening here? I knew exactly what she was doing. In that Did place. you? Ah, uh, you're smart. You can just see it coming like a freight train. What's going to happen in these movies? Okay. So can we talk about what we like to them? Please. Well, I got to say location, location, location. Indeed. Very sweet and romantic. And I love that we were actually in these like small Italian towns and we were not in some small Canadian town pretending to be an Italian town. I mean, no offense to Canada. I love Canada. It's gorgeous. They find the most beautiful spots. But yes, it was nice to film a movie about Italy in Italy. Speaking of beauty, I loved Emma's wardrobe. (laughs) That's funny. Okay. So I agree. I have that written down, too. I really enjoyed her clothing. I thought she looked cooler in the first movie. She In the first movie, she was wearing, like, these cool, like, pants and blouses with these, like, cool kind of, like, jackets. In this, she was just all in, like, very romantic dresses. Right. Still beautiful. But I thought she was going to be cooler and edgier. Ah. Yeah, she definitely had, like, a classic romantic vibe. Mm-hmm. I loved her wardrobe. I thought she looked great. I appreciated it that she wore the same jacket several times. And I was like, yeah, you'd only bring one jacket. You wouldn't mm-hmm. bring like a, you know, clothing rack of jackets. Right. So, brava. Her on the plane. Yeah. I did hate her hats, though. I enjoyed her hat. Okay, listen. I just, I'm a hater because I want to wear hats and I look ridiculous in hats. So, 
I just made you mad that she looked cute in a hat. Yes. And then I thought, like, how does she carry, how does she pack that? How does she carry that without it getting crushed? I bet she carried it on. What a pain. I would never. They sell these little magnetic clips that you can like loop onto your carry on and then it like magnets closed over the lip of your hat so you can like it hangs. Oh, interesting. I've seen. I do not travel with hats. I don't need such a thing, but I have seen. I need a foldable hat. Yeah, a packable. Yeah. (laughs) Otherwise, it's being crunched. Maybe she bought them there. Me, whatever. Fine. I mean, the look was cute. I loved Emma's wedding dress, and don't you dare say it. Go ahead. Well, of course it was lace. No. Okay. I thought you were talking about that flower crown, and I have some notes about that. The flower crown was unremarkable to me. Okay. Her dress was very pretty. Yeah, and it made sense that the lace maker's bride wore lace. Sure. I just thought it was pretty because it was like form fitting. Fitting for that outdoor wedding ceremony. Mm-hmm. They had. With their 12 people that were there or whatever. <laughs> the last thing I liked about it, I was a little bit worried at the end. I was like, this movie is almost over. Are they going to get married or what? Is this going to trickle into part three? Like, yeah. I didn't know what had happened. So I liked that they skipped forward six months. And then we got a wedding. But six months. Were you surprised by the length of that engagement? Yes, because I was engaged like many years. So oh, you were? Well, no, we were together many years. And then we were like engaged a full like 18 months, I think. I was only engaged six months. So I can understand that timeline. Also, they can't drag it out too long because poor Sammy Brady needs to get married. I know. Point. I know. And I was like, oh, six months. They know each other for a week. They don't even live in the same country at this point. I enjoyed Luca's storyline. The student artist. Why, though? Why was it necessary? Well, because there's not a lot going on in this movie. And so we have multiple storylines. We've got the providence of the veil. We've got Paolo trying to expand the company. We've got Emma trying to make her class successful. And then we've got her student who struggles. And we had to bring in... The friends needed a way to help. And so we had in the first movie, the friends were called in to help with the art restore. Mm-hmm. And so we needed a way to bring in the friends to help in this movie. So uh, They helped that kid get his scholarship? Yes, Lacey's. Oh, I didn't even make scholarship. that tie-in. I did not even get that. I thought it worked well. I thought in both movies, now knowing that this is a thing that we're carrying through the movies, I thought they did a nice job finding a reason to bring in the friends. And I thought it made sense, and I thought Luca's story was well-realized from start to finish. Huh. She meets him on the street. She discovers he's this artist. He's been accepted to this school Mm -hmm. cut to oh no i can't pay my tuition i'm not gonna be able to graduate emma to the rescue would you have felt obligated to buy one of his art pieces if you were on the street and found it for sure yeah me too but they were beautiful it wasn't like were they i don't Yes, they were perfume bottles. It was like hand-blown glass, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Okay. I would have been like, yeah, now I got to buy one of these. And two for my friends, too. What did you wish for? I only have one thing. This, this story got way too confusing for me. Oh. Uh, I was like, great, great grandparents, chambermaids, illegitimate children. Who is Claudia? I don't know. It was too much for my brain to handle. She's the illegitimate child of the artist and the woman in the painting 
who was raised by the woman in the painting's maid. Yes, still, yeah. And how is she related to this this family? Because the woman in the painting is a member of this family. Yeah, it was too complicated for Wendy. <laughs> Who probably fell asleep several times. I had to watch it in two parts. I watched yes. it while she was in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Through the shower door. On full blast. By the way. By the way. Wendy watches TV in the shower. Yes, I do. I, my husband listens to music in the shower. I bought him a shower speaker a couple years ago. It was one of his favorite gifts. <laughs> I try and listen to a podcast in the shower. That's what it sounds like. I can't differentiate a single word it doesn't matter how loud it is it just sounds like noise to me so i don't know how you do that i well i told you i just prop it up we're talking my phone which is a three by five screen or whatever i just prop it up on the glass and then i put the subtitles on so i can read it shampoo in your hair reading yeah i am i need to focus yeah man watch everything i did not watch this movie in the shower but Yes, I do consume a lot of my media like that. You did watch it while delirious with COVID. Yes, I did. <laughs> you are forgiven. Oh, well, that's funny that you talk about you subject, you put on the captions for everything. That yeah. You watch. Now, I put on the captions for everything that I watch too, but the wish I have for this movie is that we would get subtitles when they were speaking in Italian. They did it one time. I had that in my notes. I saw one set of subtitles. Yes. But otherwise, we were either supposed to infer what they were talking about based Mm -hmm. on context or not care. Yeah. I would like to know the little jokes they were making. Yeah. 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 Isn't that weird that I caught that too? I was like, oh, there's a subtitle. One time. Once. Yeah. I wonder if that was a mistake. They just ran out of the budget for it. (laughs) I don't know. I'm like, well, if we've got to cut something, cut that. Never going to figure out what we're talking about. (laughs) We were on location in Italy. We cannot (laughs) afford subtitles, guys. Did you see that? I have a few. Okay. Are we to assume lace purses are enough to open like a New York location for this lace making family? Evidently. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't own anything lace. So I I don't know. I just I didn't like it. <laughs> they already knew that the purses were selling well. Oh, really? Well, are they just applying lace to, like, a satin handbag? I don't know. They never showed the purses, I don't believe. I think they did. Oh. But I don't remember exactly. I sometimes play Candy Crush while I watch these movies. Oh, my God! You're bagging on me for taking a shower while watching this movie? She's doing something completely different. I was just explaining the movie-watching experience for you. Oh, my goodness. Okay, you may recall that... In The Wedding Veil, part one, Wendy had beef with the selfie they take in the beginning. It's on my notes. So in The Wedding Veil, part two, apparently this is a thing, another thing they carry through the movies. I like that. I like the little nods that tie the movies together. I'm fine with that. The friends are together. They take a selfie. Now, I don't remember what the picture looked like in the first movie. I remember your discussion of it. I remember them taking it. I don't remember the outcome. However... In this movie, I'm, I see them about to take their selfie, and I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready for it, because I know I'm going to want to see it. And they take the photo, and like they do in television or movies, when they take a photo, they, like, snap to the still photo. Yeah. And the still photo is a photo of them taking the photo. Yes. It's not their photo. No, it's so dumb, right? I thought the same thing. But in the first movie, they actually show a selfie, but it's bad. Terrible. 
Yeah, so I wonder if they learned that lesson, but I was like, just let the girl take a selfie. My gosh, it doesn't have to be perfect. It's two seconds of your movie. I know. Let Autumn actually snap a photo. I need to talk about that flower crown that Autumn Reeser is wearing during her wedding. I thought it was terrible. I just thought it was so ugly. Compared to, like, Lacey had this beautiful, like, jeweled something or other, like, headband or something with it. Okay. The, the flower crown was just a lot. It was huge. It was like, I didn't like the colors of it. I hated it. So funny. I It was, as I said, it was unremarkable. I I noticed it. I thought, oh. I think the rest of her dress is so simple. I mean, the lace is intricate, but it's very form-fitting. It's not, she doesn't have this big, poofy princess mm-hmm. dress. She has short, simple hairstyle. So that was kind of her, like, wow moment. But I hated it. Okay. Autumn Reeser's hair. Look, I don't like to talk a lot about people's hair because it gets me in trouble on this podcast. Erin Krakow, Tyler Hines. But she had the same hairdo in every single scene, including her wedding day. Yeah. Mm -mm. I thought her hair was super cute. That's just her style. I have the same hairdo every day. Not on your wedding day. How did you wear your hair on your wedding day? Down. Did you really? Yes, You didn't have anything pulled back? I had a little tiny, like, slight half up. Not like a full half up. Okay. See? Yes. I don't know. But it was down and curled like I do every other... Because I wanted to look like myself on my wedding day. Oh, my goodness. I didn't want an updo. Yeah. Look, my hair's my thing. I'm not going to be like, yeah, tie it back. I'm not like, look at my hot bod. That's not me on my wedding day. Look at one face. I got one thing. Oh, my God. Stop it. You're so funny. Well, I don't think her hair is her one thing. She has no, a beautiful so smile. Either. She has a beautiful face, like beautiful body. Like but I she just... has short hair. What else is she going to do with it? As a girl with short hair, I don't know. Put, put some extensions in it. In it. Uh, I don't know. On her wedding day? You sure. wanted her to have terrible extensions? I don't. Have some pretty extensions put half half uh, i don't know i don't know yeah like a little tiny bit like twisted back something something they got a they needed a a bed for that flower flower crown dude it was awful god okay one last thing where was avery's husband peter did not make the trip to italy (laughs) did not make the trip he was off talking sports with did they say with finn i don't know who's finn finn is ali sweeney's Dude, that she's gonna break up with in the next. Movie. Oh, I didn't. No, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't catch that. Oh, I that's said funny. He's off talking something with somebody, and as I'm saying that right now, I'm wondering if it was Finn because it's weird that Finn's never been in. Like, wouldn't he have been at these weddings? Her boyfriend, of course. And I'm guessing that's not Finn in the commercials for this next movie. She's definitely not getting married to Finn. They've been so heavy-handed with the. Oh, we're not there yet. Oh, mm-hmm. we're not, it's been like. Two and a half years. But she meets, like, some beefy dude then in the in the new movie. Great. Bye, Finn. <laughs> she clearly doesn't love him. And at the end of this movie, Tracy says, oh, well, Finn and I are talking about getting engaged. I mean, it's about freaking time. Oh, my God. Dump him. Yeah. Anything else for you? Just a rating. Let me hear it. 2.5 stars. <gasps> we need to talk about that. Because I didn't really like this movie, and I gave it a three star. Okay. But, like, I just didn't find it that super entertaining. Right. Compared to the first one. I gave the first one four stars. So I was like, I couldn't knock it down to, like, a D, a two. The Wedding Veil, I gave 3.75 stars. Okay. 
I, this story just wasn't that interesting to me. I, I was not, it, it could have been on movies and mysteries because I was like, oh, who made this and who made that? And uh, we're going to find this. And no, not into it. I found it pleasant. All right. But not overwhelmingly so. Okay. Well, I'm hoping Sammy brings it home for me. And we will be back next week with the Wedding Veil Legacy, the final installment in our Wedding Veil event. So be sure to come back for that. While you're here, we love your five-star ratings and reviews. So please leave us one on your way out the door. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend, friends. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.